Hello, everyone, and welcome to McGill Care's webcast series supporting family and informal caregivers. I'm Claire Webster, a former caregiver, certified dementia care consultant, and founder of McGill University's Dementia Education Program. I work with a dynamic team of leading healthcare professionals to oversee this program, who include Dr. José Moret from the Division of Geriatric Medicine, and Dr. Serge Gauthier, Professor Emeritus, formerly of the McGill University Research Center for Studies in Aging. These webcasts are made possible thanks to the generosity of donors, and today's webcast is made possible thanks to the Zeller Family Foundation. Today, I am with my colleague, Dr. José Moret, in order to introduce a new exercise program he and his team have developed. Dr. Moret is the Director of Geriatric Medicine at the McGill Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences, the McGill University Health Center, and the Jewish General Hospital. And of course, he is my colleague as the academic lead of the Dementia Education Program. Today, we are going to be introducing the SAFE program. SAFE stands for Senior Adult Fitness Exercises. The SAFE program is designed to improve the overall health of seniors by maintaining their mobility and independence. It is a series of exercise videos to help older adults improve their strength, balance, flexibility, and endurance, as well as assist in the prevention of falls and boost their confidence to keep moving. Dr. Marais, welcome to McGill Cares. Good morning, everyone. I'm very pleased to be here. So before we begin talking about your program, um, I think it would be really important if you share with us a little bit about, you know, the senior adult fitness programs, and perhaps you can tell us how does our mobility change with age? Yes, I mean, I can explain mobility and changes with age uh, in broad strokes as uh, we will go into more details uh, in a few minutes. Um, think about an inverted triangle uh, where, as the, our capacity to move lessens uh, with age, then we increase the risks of having uh, uh, falls. And, and this is because our walking speed and balance uh, decreases and it will affect a person's gait or, or the way we walk uh, because it becomes less stable and more irregular. So it increases the risks of falls. So people often think osteoarthritis and osteoporosis are the same thing. Can you explain the difference between them and what happens to our muscles as we age? I can try. I mean, there are <laughs> two different uh, clinical uh, uh, entities. Well, if uh, I, I uh, give you a, a, a comparison, let's think about a, a freshly baked uh, loaf of uh, bread. Uh, it is soft and, and, and chewy, uh, but if you leave it in the counter, it will become hard and brittle. And this is what's happened to our bones. And this is what we call osteoporosis. And most people understand as a loss of bone density, you know, whereas uh, osteoarthritis, if I keep talking about the same bread analogy, uh, 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 the bread comes uh, from the store in a plastic bag that protects the bread, right? Um, our bones at the level of the joints do have a, a lining that we call cartilage. And this is uh, represented as the, the plastic bag uh, of the bread. And uh, as this uh, cartilage, this lining gets destroyed, 
due to a condition called osteoarthritis, then you know the, the bone uh, become exposed to each other. There is no more this protection layer that we call the cartilage. And then when the bones rub, then it, it causes pain and swelling sometimes, and uh, the bone become crooked. Uh, and obviously when one puts weight on the bone, such as uh, in the lower extremities, the, the legs, the, the, the knees become uh, painful and, and uh, the, the walking becomes more difficult. So these are the two comparisons we can make between osteoporosis and osteoarthritis using bread as an analogy. <laughs> So your program um, really is focusing on strength training, um, but could you explain like what would be the difference between keeping ourselves really solely in shape by cardio? Like for example, some people will say, well, I exercise, I walk every day, I play golf, I play tennis versus incorporating some strength training into our, into our routine. Yes, I mean, we need both cardio as well as strength exercises because each of them have their own different purpose, you know. Um, you know, cardio exercise strengthens our heart and lungs that help us to have endurance and keep on. Whereas strength-specific exercise, especially for the core strength of our muscles of the core of the body, we need that power to maintain the ease of the movement, if there is weaknesses, the movement will become more difficult. So we need to incorporate together with endurance uh, and cardio exercise, some resistive type of exercise, which is stretching and doing exercise against resistance so that we develop contraction of the muscles and we develop the muscles themselves. And the more you do of this type of exercise, the more stronger you get. And, and uh, when walking, uh, which is a basic and fundamental, um, uh, the most fundamental aspect of our activity. We need to, to displace, we need to move. So uh, walking, in fact, combines both endurance and some degree of strength exercise. And if you add to that climbing stairs, uh, you develop even more uh, resistive uh, type of exercise and you develop more strength and more power. So we tend to underestimate the benefit of walking, which is accessible to most older persons as opposed to running. Uh, so I am in favor of encouraging people in general to be uh, walking uh, at least 5,000 steps a day. And we will discuss this a bit more in order to remain um, autonomous and capable of staying at home as opposed to requiring assistance. So Dr. Maria, can you tell us why you and your team developed the SAFE program? Um, about uh, uh, three years ago or so, uh, I organized with my team uh, a false assessment clinic. And my experience with it um, is that there is a limited impact on improving uh, older person's walking uh, capacity. And we know that exercise is uh, a major uh, way of reducing falls. For this reason, I felt as a, a um, addendum to the clinic to develop an exercise program based on 
what uh, are the evidences of exercise and the appropriateness of this exercise for older persons at risks to fall. Fall is a real uh, um, uh, health issue in older people because about of 30% of community dwelling older persons do have a fall. And the problem is once you fall, you are meant to fall again. Like 50% of people fall on the same year, one or two more times. Well, uh, falls leads to fractures in 10% of the cases. And 20% of these uh, uh, fractures are hip fractures, which is a serious health condition. 50% of seniors who sustain a hip fracture will need to be placed in a nursing home in, in the same year of the fall. And, uh, you know, falls are responsible for 25% of the visits of seniors to emergency room. And they also cause uh, uh, traumatic brain injuries in 5% of the falls. So because of the consequences of falls, um, it is important to address this health issue. It, it's, it becomes a public health issue. And exercise is, is probably one, one of the best ways of preventing these falls. Falls leads to mortality as well. You know, it's the sixth leading cause of mortality in our older population. And our goal with our program is to keep seniors out of the emergency room and remain autonomous on their own homes and, and, and their community. So I guess that leads me to the next, or you, you've actually answered the question, why is it important for seniors to stay active? Yes, I mean, and, and this, this is easy to understand because we just leave this COVID pandemic in which because of restrictions in, in, in uh, going outdoors, distancing, et cetera, I have seen, it's my evaluation and many of my colleagues, a, a significant decrease in, in our mobility, the mobility of our older population, we call that deconditioning. You know, uh, activity has health benefits uh, that in all aspects of our lives, it decreases cardiac disease, it uh, uh, helps preventing high blood pressure, it maintains our joints flexible and, and maintain our strength. So it, keeps persons autonomous and capable of staying at home. So for, because of all of these uh, uh, positive benefits of exercise, I'm a strong, uh, um, uh, I'm encouraging people to remain physically active uh, in a level of exercise in which they are comfortable with, because uh, we are not talking here about competitions. We are not talking here about uh, the capacity to, to perform uh, 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 in, in specific uh, competitions or, or games, but rather to have to derive health benefits and to remain autonomous and prevent uh, negative aspects such as falls. So what is the biggest hurdle that keeps people from exercising once they reach a certain age? Well, there is many, you know, one of which, which is applicable regardless of the age is our difficulty to initiate change in our lives. <laughs> Even young people have difficulty to adopt another way of living, you know, so same happens to older people. But uh, in, in older persons, um, one, one, uh, one aspect that uh, it 
we need to overcome is the fear of falling. And they know that if they start moving and do a certain level of exercises, they may make them more prone to fall. But this is wrong thinking as we derive benefit from exercise to give us capacity and confidence so that the fear of falling will diminish and even will disappear completely. Uh, so uh, we also, older persons know that they have joints that are less um, uh, performant, joints that are painful. They may have heard about osteoporosis and they are afraid of exercise, but the type of exercise we are proposing is accessible, amendable for them, shouldn't cause them uh, increased pain. Uh, and, and in fact, they should improve their coordination, their power, uh, you know, exercise uh, uh, can overcome many of their limitations that they feel in themselves. Obviously, as the person is quote unquote weaker, you know, because they are more fragile, uh, they have to overcome that resistance, uh, understanding that through good nutrition, hydration, and, and exercise, they can regain, they can regain their, their uh, vigor that they've lost, you know. There is also the fact that isolation and some life events, such as that of a loved one or friends, as an impact in our motivation to do exercise. And this is more frequent in old age. We have to be sensitive to these aspects and encourage the person to, uh, to initiate exercises. So, uh, you know, I'm just listening to what you're saying. And, I'm, you know, we, we you say for older people, but I think a lot of what you're showing here today really applies to even younger people. I mean, you know, I remember even myself, you know, I, I, there was, the word fear would come up uh, in terms of preventing me to try certain activities, for example, like skiing, I, I never considered myself. Um, I didn't that I, I wasn't coordinated enough. I, and yeah. what prevented me from learning how to ski was that constant fear of falling, breaking a hip, breaking a leg. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. fear really presented me, uh, prevented me from pursuing an activity. <clears throat> and then I think of the word isolation. You know what? You know we talked. You talked a little bit about before about the impact of COVID but it has really caused a lot of people to become almost like lethargic of all ages, right? Yes. We've all been used to being at home, cocooning, um, you know, we're starting to lose that motivation, yes. right? Um, it's having an impact on people's mental health, on their physical activity. So I think these hurdles that you're talking about, um, you know, for those people watching our webcast, it's not only towards older people, I think it's towards everyone in general, am I correct? This is the, the reality of life and it is very true. Uh, what your uh, remarks uh, have just said. Uh, but I think that through exercise, uh, older persons will gain confidence and capacity, and they will not depend any longer on others uh, uh, to, to make visits to them, but themselves, they will initiate activities as their mobility has improved so that they feel more confident going out uh, visiting or assisting to some uh, community programs, etc. So uh, exercise has this capacity of not only having an impact on physical capacity, but also on the psychological aspects of human beings. Um, obviously, we all need uh, to have contacts with others. Uh, you know, uh, we feel reassured by a visit of a friend, of a family member, uh, but if ourselves, we can initiate 
the 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 contact we can initiate uh, the uh, the relationship all of this brings even further benefits so yes activity uh, is a good thing to do and is in fact a way of also overcoming isolation so how can a senior know whether the safe exercises are suitable for them um this was designed, this exercise program was designed based on uh, scientific literature, based on our own experience with exercising older uh, adults, because uh, at the MUHC, we have a geriatric day hospital, which is a, a day rehabilitation uh, program. And many of the exercises was uh, taken from our own experience with the geriatric day hospital. We just make it more accessible to a large audience by using the, the web. And uh, these are gentle exercises uh, that have uh, four degrees of, uh, I would say, difficulty, levels of difficulty. And within every uh, level, there are five videos to watch and to do what they see. And it is grouped within every level. Uh, within warm up exercises, strength exercises, balance, flexibility, and endurance. Each of these type of exercises helps to contribute to increase uh, a safe walking uh, that is confident and performant. Each of them addresses some aspects of the mobility of the movement so that if we follow them, several times a week um, at your own pace, because you have some control over the, the exercise to move to the next level or to move to the next uh, type of uh, exercise, you know, going from strength to balance. You do it at your own speed. You can pause, uh, you can repeat as many times you, you want. Uh, and you, when you start feeling it, it's too easy for you, then you move to the next level of difficulty. So this is, is the any, program we are proposing, yeah. Is there any special equipment that people will need to perform these exercises? Uh, good question. In fact, uh, it's based on uh, the minimum uh, uh, need for, for, um, for um, furniture or for, or for uh, equipment, because you only need a chair to sit from time to time, as well as a side table to stand or a counter. So you can do it in your kitchen, you can do it on your uh, living room, uh, you can do it on your backyard if you want. Uh, so there is no specific equipment, but things that it's commonly used in our homes. So I understand that you have a video to show us that demonstrates what the program looks like. Dr. Moret and welcome to the Senior Adult Fitness Exercise Program, or SAFE for short. Our goal is to get older adults like you moving, moving towards better health and a better quality of life. As a researcher and doctor of geriatric medicine for over 25 years, I have seen firsthand how a sedentary lifestyle exacerbates chronic health conditions as well as diminishes strength, balance, endurance, and flexibility the four pillars you need for a solid mobility foundation. Did you know that one in three people over 75 fall every year? And once that happens, there is a higher probability that you will fall again. 
So the priority is, how can we help you to prevent falls? That's at the heart of SAFE, a home-based exercise program with four levels, each with five sections. Warm-up, strength, balance, flexibility, and endurance. When done on a regular basis, it will help you feel stronger and more confident. You may know someone who has fallen, maybe it's you, and the fear of falling has kept you firmly rooted to one spot embracing inactivity. Here's the simple truth. The more you don't move, the more you increase the possibility of falling. As you age, muscle tightens and lose their elasticity. Blood circulation slows and joints stiffen. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. These are the very reasons a low-impact program like SAFE is for you. Let me tell you something else. You are valuable members of our community with things to teach us and much laughter to share. You want to keep doing these things. The goal at any age is to live as full a life as possible, free from avoidable pain and free from a mindset that lets fear win. SAFE is an easy-to-use program tailor-made just for you. So let me say it again, seniors. It's time to get a move on. Wow, that was such a great video, Dr. Moret. Um, from what I can see, the exercises cover the whole body. Is this correct? Yes, indeed, because we start with warm up to uh, prepare our hearts and lungs and, and joints into starting uh, the, the specifics of exercise, which is based on the four pillars of uh, exercise uh, involving strength, the balance, the flexibility, and the endurance. And you know each of them uh, uh, contributes to one aspect of mobility, of making walking easier, uh, because we need all of these in order to be walking safe. And once we walk better, then we can perform activities of daily living without fear of falling and remain autonomous. All right, so now I would really like to get into the, the actual details of the program. First of all, how much does it cost to participate in the SAFE exercise program? Well, uh, Claire, I mean, there is no cost associated with it. We benefited from a, a donation of the MGH Foundation to develop this, uh, this program. It's tailored for older persons. It's a colorful uh, website uh, with... Uh, bigger font so it's easy to look at. There is clear um, sections of this uh, uh, program that I can display to you because uh, we have uh, uh, specific uh, exercise recommendations. There's a section uh, on, on uh, questions that people might have and they can look for proposed answers to their questions. There is also a resource available for um, conditions such as sleep, for, uh, for uh, uh, different uh, vaccinations uh, that it's recommended for older persons, as an example. And obviously, there is the section for the exercise proper that they just need to click and then start exercise. The first video is, in fact, a general description of the types of exercises and what is expected from them preparing them to start the, the exercise program. And then they do it at their own pace, according to their own uh, uh, satisfaction and evaluation of what they can do and not do. Is it only available in English? Uh, no, uh, we, we made everything uh, bilingual. 
people just need to click on, on the choice of their language that is situated at the top right side of the, their, their screen. And then everything is, is either English or French. I have to say, I'm so incredibly impressed that this is available uh, for free, you know, thanks to a very generous donation from the Montreal General Hospital Foundation. I love when these types of important programs are made accessible to everyone. Um, so, so, so where is it online and when is it offered and how do people register for it? Um, good question. Uh, I would say uh, uh, something uh, that it, it is very uh, relevant for, uh, for uh, your audience, uh, Claire, because uh, the program will be launched uh, by January 2022, and your audience is already aware of it, and they can access this uh, uh, exercise uh, uh, program if they go to our website that is disclosed here safe-seniors.com. Uh, it's free, it's friendly uh, to use. And I just want people to participate, do this exercise because the benefit is for themselves. So, and I think so, very you know, I just wish that there would be less visits to emergency room because of yeah. falls and people will, will enjoy life as they feel more capable of doing things. And I think programs like this are very important because we know that as a result of COVID, unfortunately, a lot of the day programs that you know many seniors may have had access to have not yet come back up full swing. So this is something that once again, they can access you know, uh, from home to be able to do. Um, we will have a direct link to this website at the McGill Dementia Education yeah. Programs website. So people will be able to access it. There'll be a direct tab linking this program to, to ours. And I believe Dr. Moret that there are plans to also uh, produce a manual that people could download. That, that's gonna be a project in 2022. Yes, indeed. Uh, I see that you are uh, well, well informed. It is uh, a project we have to develop uh, a PDF document uh, containing explanation of the exercises as well as pictures uh, so that it's going to be easy for certain persons who have difficulty with, uh, with electronic means of information and so no access to the, to the web, etc. They can look into their, their, uh, their uh, PDF document and follow it. So uh, this will come uh, in the next six months um, and will be available in French and English as well. Yeah. Well, Dr. Moret, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today and really launch this very important uh, initiative, um, you know, on behalf of the Division of Geriatric Medicine and in collaboration with the Montreal General Hospital Foundation. And of course, the McGill Dementia Education Program is so proud to support this, this initiative. Thank you. Uh, and thank you to all that have contributed, our physios, uh, our, uh, our kinesiologists, and uh, the, the website company, and many people uh, uh, that made this possible. Thank you all. So this webcast is an initiative of the McGill Dementia Education Program, which is funded by private donations. Once again, I would like to thank the Zeller Family Foundation for supporting today's webcast. If you would like to make a contribution to our program or for more information, please visit us at mcgill.ca dementia. 
And if you would like to join our mailing list in order to be notified about, about upcoming episodes of McGill Cares, as well as other important programs and resources from us, please sign up at Watch McGill Cares webcast tab or email us at dementia at McGill.ca. Thank you for watching.